It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the all-new Bet Parks, casino and sportsbook app, odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Elliot Shore Parks. Mm. You know what didn't come together in perfect harmony last week? Recording a podcast. Recording a podcast. So that's what happens. It turns out, um, I mean, shockingly, Cleveland, I guess, uh, yeah, Bray, Ohio. Behind the times, Cleveland. Not yes. the Wi-Fi capital of the world. <laughs> we couldn't Let's record. Put it that We're way. sorry, everybody. All right. Guess who was, you know, even more sorry was we planned our nights around it. I'm like, yeah. all right, Emily, you're watching Zoe. We're doing this whole thing. We sit down to record. I can't hear a bleep of word. word. Yeah. So it was very disappointing. And it's also, look, I'm not gonna name the hotel I was at because we love all hotel brands that ever want to. <laughs> Just in case someday you yeah. would like to give us money. But like, we love all of you. So That's how we roll. Yeah. This is why, honestly, the best selling point of why you should go on fans of Phillies trips is 
Booking your own hotel is just a disastrous thing, in my opinion. I'm bad at it. I pick bad ones. I always end up at ones that look better online, and then I get there, and they're not that nice. So I get to this hotel. wasn't as nice as I thought. And so to no surprise, the Wi-Fi was not working. Yeah, but fans of Philly, they book it all for you. Yeah, so so I'm very go. happy that this will be my last. Well, that's not true, actually. I'm leaving for Miami tomorrow yes. and I book the hotel. Immediately. So you're wrong immediately. So let's it. hope, you know. No more after that. Let's hope the Wi-Fi is. I think yes. Miami will have better Wi-Fi. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Miami over Cleveland. Feels like a more Wi-Fi yes. place. Yes, than... I think so. A little more hip, Yeah, so to speak. Um, yes. All right. Uh, well, good. And we apologize to everyone who is out there furious or yeah. worried. Uh, we got a, we have a couple yeah, of people. Are you guys okay? Was worried, was like, yes, very we're okay. Nice. Don't worry. Thank you so yes. much. Look, it's uh, good thing you didn't DM you though because otherwise he might be like, you know, yeah, then he might never yeah, know. You might have not responded yes, at yes. which point he'd be thinking maybe it's yes, more than why Something Wi-Fi. happened, yes. Um, but if he's a real one then he just knows. He would know that you don't No, not to DM me. Yeah. I mean, come on guys. It's not your preferred Let's method of uh, <laughs> yes, It's exactly right. Alright. A lot to get to. Obviously we didn't do the pod so we have a lot to react to. Yes, I have notes. Joint practices. This is an Elliot Heavy pod. This is the way I like it. Uh, joint practice notes. I want to get everything you thought. The preseason game, not a ton to get to with that. I have some, some real one stuff for later. I, I do too. I even down. made notes in my phone. I do as I'm well. I'm so ready to go. I So we'll get to all the real one stuff later. I will just start with one quick one just because um, in the history of our show, mm. I think the single most overwhelming response to one of our things that we've done before and i just Ooh. would like to i would like to thank everyone out there trying to think of what it could be thank everyone out there because i, I could be wrong but a hundred percent of the responses have agreed that reading a book oh, digitally yeah. counts as reading a book as it should no, well first the most of all ridiculous thing you've ever said in your life i just want to say thank you to everyone out there for chiming in and many people being like i can't believe i actually have to chime in on this but yes, reading a book digitally counts as reading a book. So, first of all, obviously, now with audiobooks are Robin, that is a different discussion. That is an interesting one. I don't know which way I come down there. I don't think you're reading it. I think you're listening to it. That's yeah. different. But thankfully, everyone out there being, saying, Elliot, you're insane. Mm. If you read the book, you read the book. So, I did so. see one person that agreed. So, it wasn't no, 100%. No, 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 no. I did. Maybe he didn't message you as well. I saw zero. Okay. Saw well, I'm zero. saying I saw one. So, there we go. But it was overwhelming in your favor. It was. I'll admit that. But here's the thing. If you listen to this pod for a long time, you know that overwhelming opinion is not something that sways oh, my yes. mind all we the know. time, we right? Know. So, but this one, this one, did it sway again, you a little like, bit? I'm not saying- When it's everybody? No, on this one specifically. I'm actually more inclined to change my mind with Eagles than with this. But like, I just don't <laughs> think, you, like, you wouldn't call it something else. Fine. I just don't think it should be considered reading a book. I want to tell you. I, you reading it on your iPhone as you walk to me is not the same as reading a book. It's the exact same book. So hold I, on, hold on. I, Just okay. stop talking for one second. Okay, one ahead. second. You have the exact same words, the exact mm. same story, zero differences, but I am reading it on a Kindle as opposed to reading it in paper. The exact same yeah. thing. Okay. You're saying that there is a difference between those two. Well, things. let me ask you this. Because this is, well, you, well, you let sound let me ask, dumb. Let me ask here, you this. Friend. So if you read an article online, same article that's in the newspaper, are you reading a newspaper? Sure. Yes, so when you read it on your phone, you would article. say you're reading yes, the newspaper. Yes, of course I would say I'm reading the newspaper. That's of course what I would say. Okay. Yes, what are you Interesting. talking about? I think about? that's very different. You're reading a newspaper article on your phone. That's exactly Well, that's right. not what I said. But I said yes, I would reading... say I'm reading the newspaper. I'm reading, I would say I'm reading the New York Times or whatever it is. I'm right. reading the Philadelphia Inquirer. Yes, But you wouldn't say you're reading a... Okay. Yeah, you're we wrong can, about this. So I don't you think just, I am, but just, it's just okay. take the L. Every once in a while, you got to take an L. I know, trust me, I take plenty of L. Yeah, well, sometimes open up and take the L. All right. 
More L's for Elliot later yeah. coming. Now, really just one more L for you that we haven't talked about. But I'm guessing it's about the pasta. You want to just get to it? Is no, that- we can, we okay, can we'll save it. it. Yeah. You're wrong about the books. Just take the L. I don't think I am. Okay. Think you are. Okay, I, I will fight you on this. That's right. Okay. Don't do this to me. All right. Enough. I will not stand for this. All right. All right. Um, let's talk some birds. Then we'll get to more yes. stuff later. Uh, lots of good real one stuff. Uh, Zoe's first baseball game. We'll talk about that. Lots. Oh of yeah. Um, but 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 the Eagles. The Eagles. Here. Lots to talk about. Elliot Chirparks. We'll get to the preseason game in the end. Really, honestly, I mean, we all watch. Yeah, there's it. less to take from that. There's and like I've... almost nothing. It's like a few like oh, Boston Scott that was into, had a game of whatever you want to stuff like little stuff, but but not much. But but you were there for the joint practices. You, as everyone knows. Put yeah. a lot of stock in these practices. This is the the Official bread and win bread loss. your yeah. beer, butter your bread time of the the whole thing. The floor is yours, sir. We know nothing. Um, We've not yeah. talked to you since right. you were there. Eh, go ahead. So I want to do day by day, but I'll give my overarching thought first, which whatever is you do whatever you want to do. You thank do. You. This is your Appreciate time. Appreciate I'm, I'm bowing out. This People is are. A, it's an Elliot Shore Park's possession. I'm drawing my defender over to the other side of the court. I like it. Single We're just coverage. hanging out. I'm yeah. just letting you do your thing. Make your moves. Yes. Um, it's like they're reading an Elliot book right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that as you were talking. And we'll spit coffee. my coffee out yeah. there. Yes. Don't do that. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's what I would say. If you listen to the pod, you know over the last month, I've been a little more hesitant than you have been about the team. You I have me, I've not, not said the they're going to be bad. Right. Right, then, yeah. You said if you've been listening, then you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Me off there if for the second, listeners, Then yes. I have been, yes. Yeah. Got you. So I've been a little less enthusiastic about the team than you are. And I'm not where you are yet. But Cleveland was definitely, like, the sh- the start of the shift for me. Like, the start of, like, yes! the, like, okay, I think this team could be really good. Like, yeah, this is good. So like this. Deshaun Watson was only in about half the snaps. I don't think Jacoby Brissett's that good. Look, we can think of all these little excuses. Miles Garrett missed day one, whatever, blah, blah. The reality is they went to Cleveland and they outplayed the Browns. And the Browns are a team that are supposed to be good this year. They're not, ironically, the roster is not considered as good as the Eagles, according to some people, but they're supposed to be a playoff team. And they went there and they outplayed them. And I think that really what impressed me about it was the passing game is starting to look good. The passing game is starting to be consistent. Jalen, in the two practices, had six touchdowns, no interceptions. Oh, buddy. Um, I don't have his completion percentage in front of me, but I believe it was above 65, somewhere between 65 70%. He had a little bit of a rougher day on the second day because he was 10 of 19, but that was in the red zone where like the windows are smaller and all those stuff, and he still had six touchdowns, so that's not like the end of the world. But I just thought the passing game looked good. Like There were plays Jalen made. There was one play where he had pressure up the middle, he moved to his left to avoid the pressure and then kind of like on the run, not really on the run, but like as he moved up, kind of like on the roll, I guess, would be a better way to say it. Um, he hit A.J. Brown in stride for about a 25-yard gain. Um, he had some really nice throws in the red zone. He gave A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard both chances to win 50-50 balls, which they both did, but I think that's encouraging. Like we saw the um, the pass he had to A.J. Brown in the open practice it was like a 30-yard touchdown that was a 50-50 ball then there was a two in Cleveland so he's giving his receivers chances which I really like um he did some of that last year but I thought last year he was a little gun shy and throwing it deep and he hasn't been as much it feels like he's letting it rip a little more but he's still not turning the ball over like I was going to tweet this but then I didn't want everybody to tweet me saying oh I jinxed him but I, I don't think he's thrown a single interception in his last like 190 passes wow. or something like that like it's been really impressive. Wow. He had three interceptions in his first four that, practices. Yeah, I remember. And he has one in his wow. last 11, wow. I think it would be. That is astounding. So he, so I just thought it was like an extremely encouraging day uh, for Jalen. 
And I want to get into the rest of the roster, but for you to react to that first. But, like, ultimately, this team is going to go where Jalen goes. We don't have to get in that heat, you know, debate about it. But, like, to me, I... to me, this team is going to go where Jalen goes. And so when Jalen looks good, I can legitimately look at them and be like, yeah, they could make the Super Bowl. Like, you know, wow. like. Wow, just like, casually dropping yeah, that Yeah, I mean, because everything else is there. Like, everything else is there. And I'm, you know, the safety position, whatever you want to like nitpick, they have a great offensive line. They have a great defensive line. They're loaded at receiver. Their cornerbacks are awesome. They can run the ball. Like the linebackers look good. Like when Jalen's playing well, they look like a team that can be one of the best in the league. And to me, that's what they looked like in Cleveland. Wow, this is thrilling stuff, right? And it matters. Here. It matters a lot. Like these joint practices really, really matter. They just do. Like last year when they went against the Jets and the Patriots was. I I already thought the team was gonna be better than other people did, but that was when I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like sure of it. That's mm-hmm. when I made the bet with Howard they would win 11 games, and mm-hmm. I was off on that. But it's when like I started to feel really good about what they could accomplish, and that was the same feeling I had leaving Cleveland. Like going into Cleveland, wow, I had high expectations. This. Leaving Cleveland, I was like, okay, I'm starting like I'm starting to to shift to to the side of like this is gonna be a special year. Wow. This is thrilling stuff. Obviously, I need to do it in Miami. So, is it a, is it a, the all important question? I mean, the thirty touchdowns. No, I wasn't okay. even going there. I was. Did they go two and up? They went two and up. Okay, so right. that's uh, the key. We should have yeah. led with that. Honestly, buried like they, we're they're supposed to be professionals. We buried the lead. We buried there. the lead. There. Yeah, yeah, that was the lead. So, and I'll, I'll for complete transparency for the Go Birds people, I wanted them to lose a day. <laughs> I did. Like you told me that yeah, too. He did. Like, He's like, I can't have him go two and zero again, right? I like, can't have him go two and zero because if they're six and zero, it becomes like you know, uh, it's like oh, oh it's they won again, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so like then, it, then it's like then it's actually a bit, exactly. Not, like <laughs> right, it becomes a like a it's not a bit, it becomes a thing. Then it becomes a bit when that happens. Well, and like, the now thing it's is, just a thing. And the the win loss training camp joint practice record should be respected. And I if they get it to, matters. If he it just gets, said it. We exactly. Go, scroll back two minutes. He yeah. just went. This stuff matters. Yes. So for them to go two and zero, oh, I was honestly hoping they lose one so that they would be <laughs> five and one, and I could hand them a loss, right? But they just didn't lose. Wow. Like I have to be honest, right? Like and at this point, they just go. This is what the Eagles do. They go to other teams' facilities. And they just mollywop them. Wow. Like they show up, and I'll get into this now. I had it's every- very triggering for Phillies fans. We're thinking about the Mets right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the Mets like took over the stadium. Oh, God, too. brutal. Um, but um, I, I have your, this written down. You love mollywop too. You're I love, do. You love. I love mollywop. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm happy. I hope it's an okay word. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those you use these words. You're like, I hope this isn't like have some connotation. Yeah, some that I don't like know about. Like a hundred years ago, I didn't yeah. know about, but it's like used for some horrible thing. Right. That I, yeah, exactly. Um, so. I had this written for later down, but I'll get into it now on the fact that they're six and zero in joint practice. I like when you let us know that like this was gonna come later, but I'm bumping. I'm it going up. right into it's it. Good. It's, it's, uh, uh, should I say to your style uh, uh, around baseball, behind baseball, inside no, baseball? There it is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, God. Like the reason that they win these joint practices to me, it's not like the talent. They just practice harder than other teams. They just do. Like I, I can look at both teams and. This is where they won the drill. So then to practice every at the end of these joint practices, they do eleven on eleven. All one hundred and eighty players are on one field. The ones that aren't playing are on the sideline. It's very intense. Like I wish it was open to the public so people could see it. It's intense. Like everyone's watching. It feels a lot like a game. And on uh the first day, the Eagles offense got multiple first downs and they probably got like forty or fifty yards. The Browns offense only got one first down. On the second day, 
They started at like the 30, I think it was. It was like a red zone day. And uh, they got in for a touchdown. The Browns offense got three false starts and four incompletions. Wow. Like, and just the difference in the sidelines. The Eagles, like I could, I was probably, I don't know, 150 yards from Brandon Graham. I could hear him. Like, wow. like people are yelling. I can hear Sean Bradley. I can see Fletcher Cox jumping around. Like, the the way they compete compared to other teams is why they win these practices. Like, I don't think, like, if they were to practice against, I don't know, like the Rams or the Bucks, like, who knows, right? But, like, they just go into these practices and they work harder than other teams. And we we talk so much about intangibles and Sirianni and Hurts and all that, like, I think that's a direct result of Syria. I agree with you. And Hurts. Like, I think a, both those exactly, guys. Yeah, I agree with you. Like a direct result I, of I think it's too. honestly the single, like especially with Sirianni, like, you know, we just talked about on the radio with Richie. Me, I did the midday show today. And like, it's like, like a lot of these guys and Richie's one of them, like where they're just so upset about this play calling thing or about this or about that or whatever. It's like, it's like, that's not what makes Sirianni special. Mm-hmm. What makes Sirianni special is that he gets these guys to to fight for him and he gets these guys to believe in him and what they're doing and what they're building. And like, it's, you know, funny enough because, you know, it didn't work out for him, but Chip was right about culture beat scheme every time. I've always yeah. said that. I've always, always been a that. chip guy. And that's why we won the Super Bowl, like all that stuff. Like, like, and that is what Sirianni does. Great. Like he might not, and who I think he knows football. Great. is not meant, yeah, he I might not be a savant, you know, play caller guy, whatever type thing. But, like, this dude has a, a, a special ability to get guys to believe in him and what he's doing, and that matters a lot. Yeah. And, like, look, Doug won a Super Bowl. Doug was a great head coach. Doug was more laid back than Sirianni. Mm-hmm. His practices, they were good practices. The joint practice he did, there were intense portions of it for sure. But he wasn't Sirianni. And Carson definitely wasn't Jalen in terms of no Carson was not able to get the players around him to be fired up the way Jalen mm-hmm. Like yeah. So that's what you see in these joint practices. So, again, I wish they would lose a day because I don't want, like, honestly, I don't want them to go 8 enough because then people are, you know. But, like, they're not going to lose probably because they just practice harder. So yeah. that was just my takeaway. And I actually list, I was driving in today listening to your show, Richie, and this is kind of off what you just said about, like, they made the playoffs last year and is Sirianni the reason why, I think was roughly how the caller phrased it. And Richie was saying he didn't think so or something along those lines. And I don't think there's like a other than the running the ball thing and all that. But I think the reason they made the playoffs last year is because the team didn't quit. And I don't think that should be overlooked. That's a great point. Like that's why they yes, made the playoffs. We don't talk about that enough. Yeah. They were two and five. They were three and six. We talk about it in the fact of Sirianni turning his own personal right. image around in this city, where as we all know, that two and five in that Lions game, you know, fire the guy, the flower, the yeah. whole thing, and then turn around. But it's a great point, not just that he you know, was able to turn his his own season around, his own career in that moment around, but that the guys on the team stuck with him and yeah. stuck with this group and fought at the, at that point. It's a great point, Elliot. Thank you. And when we don't mention enough, that he deserves credit. And look, the players do too, but he deserves credit for the team not, you know, essentially giving up on the season when they easily could have. Yeah, and so I just think in Cleveland, that really showed to me as to, like, why I thought they beat the Browns. Quick side note, and I don't mean this to diminish the Eagles' 2-0 record there. Like, the Browns, <laughs> I don't— How could anything I, ever diminish the, no. the, the importance Trust me, of I the want dr- to diminish it. It will not—it can't, it can't. They're too good. Someone tweeted yes. me uh, that picture of LeBron against the Celtics. You know, he's, like, looking really intently, uh-huh. and it's like Sirianni when there's a joint practice. <laughs> Honestly, if, if they win the first day against the Dolphins and they go to 7-0— I feel like the 72 Dolphins should show up. (laughs) 
and watch them and watch them practice just to that's, see what an undefeated, a really, real undefeated team a looks good, like. Good job by you there. Um, that won't annoy anyone. No, no, not anybody. You should say on WIP. There will be some WIP. Well, I said it to Glenn Mack oh, now. good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Well done. Yes. All right, you nailed it. Um, oh, I forget what my point was. What are we talking about? Talking about joint practices, joint practices, seven and zero, Sirianni. Um, about oh. listening on the radio to the show and all yeah, that. we did all that. Yeah. Well, I'm I I don't think I remember what I was going to say. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that happens all the time. Yeah. Hey, it's better to not remember what you're going to say when you're not on the radio. It's way worse on the radio because then yeah. you're in the moment. A lot live. of silence. Here we can just you know, yes, yeah, silence. You don't want silence. Here we could edit it out. In fact, Ellie was just silent for forty seconds. Yeah, we just dead we just quiet. Edited out. It was just um, sitting here, me staring at him, being like, "Are you going to talk or what's happening here?" Yes. So we just edited it out for you guys. So do. Should we get into specifics now? Yes. So I want to. So hear- is that enough on Jalen for you? I don't want to overlook Jalen's good day. Like Look, he was really good. You I'm just said turning you, up you, on Jalen. There's like, nothing okay. else to say. I don't have anything to say. I'm sorry. You know how I feel. Yeah. And again, shocking in a you know more competitive situation he looks better. Wow. Like I've been saying. Yeah. Guy, okay. Guys, just Look, better when the lights turn on. Preseason. You know, yeah. All I mean, the all it says joint practices. You yeah. Know, just shows it's a fair point. But well, thank you. Thank you. It's a great point, and I agree with myself and with you. Um, uh, all right, I have I want, more specifics from joint practice. Yeah, I want to get to specifics okay. with the joint practice. I want to get to everything you saw, and we'll get to the preseason game. Download the Bet Parks app. Just I come mean, on. Enough already. All right, Let, the season's about to start. I've been waiting to tell you this. Oh, tell me when you want it. Now. Give okay. it to me. Go. So, uh, Leeds yes. beat Chelsea this week. Three to zero, by the Whoa, way. Whoa, yeah. buddy. Big yeah. win. And then my other friends... Uh, they're Brighton fans. So I woke up s- Sunday morning, opened the Parks app. I almost placed a parlay of uh, Leeds and Brighton. It would have been $10 win $160. I money line. And I was like, honestly, I was like, I haven't won a bet in a while. Like, I just, I don't want to do it. And they both won. Of course they did. But did. now here's a question. Would they have won if I placed no, the bet? No, no, exactly. no, no. So that's so, the right way to look at it. Yep. So, but still, again, and someone DM'd me, it must like, have been a real one. two weeks in a row to you, bad like. Yes. The uh, the real one must have DM me this. Home dogs and soccer. It's home dogs and soccer. Home dogs and soccer. The move. See, that's it's, what you come here for. Just, it Bet always wins. They were like plus 380 or something See? like that. And it the, might have been more. The odds are insane on the home dogs and it's soccer. It's insane. Yeah, and it's just essentially a, a 50-50 yeah, That's what split. I mean. It's yeah. not like you get those odds for like the Bills winning the Super Bowl or yeah, like or plus like 600. Campbell, and it's you know, like you get like plus game, 480 yeah. for one soccer game. It's like plus 600 for the it's Bills crazy. to go the entire football season and win a Super Bowl. It's crazy. Yeah. It really is. So it's a great tip. It's a great thing. And then football again. Football and football. There you go. Football season coming. It's going to be freaking awesome. We're going to go through every game. We're going to be doing our parlays. We're going to be betting futures. Next week, we're going to dive into all kinds of good stuff. You can bet on all kinds of futures now. Who's going to win it all? Who's going to win divisions, passing yards, rushing yards, anything and everything. It's freaking awesome. It's mm. the best. We're having so much fun with the Bet Parks app. Uh, and, of course, also the uh, official betting partner, eighth official betting partner of the PGA Tour. that? If you want to bet on some golf, live in-game betting, it is everything. It is so much fun. Download the app. Have some fun with us. And here's the deal. Uh, if you sign up now, you get first bet risk-free up to $750. Just uh, download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or betparks.com. Again, new users can make their first bet risk-free up to $750. Your risk-free bet is for funds site credit. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Man, placing a $750 bet would be... Oh, my God. The rush. Oh, my God. The, Especially like, if you hit... Buddy. 
I mean, if I would have done that for weeks, right? I like, yeah, I know, right? Like, I like, uh, I like, I'm like sick to my stomach thinking about losing a ten dollar bet. Oh, I know. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, again, I just said I sat on my couch for like twenty minutes <laughs> and debated whether to place the ten dollar bet. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into some specifics. Uh, the joint yeah. practices, what you saw out there, talk to me. So day one, I thought the way this was set up was there were two fields and. The Browns have, like, the worst setup for the media, but whatever. So I had to sit either on the offensive side or the defensive side. But what I did was, like the savant I am, I went up into the bleachers so that I could see both fields at the same time. But it, but admittedly— Strong work by you. Thank you. But admitted, admittedly was or savant? Huh? Which one do you think was the strong word? Savant or admitted? No, I said strong work by you. Oh, okay. Going up to look yes. down the both fields. That was very clever. Thank you. you. No, neither. It's not that, you know, special. That's Savant, I think. Admittedly is not really a strong word. I mean, yeah. I think Savant probably is. Savant's a fine word. I think it's a strong word. I like the word Savant. Okay. But I don't think it's like, uh, it's not like you're using like anthropomorphism I mean, but like how often would you say you hear the word Savant? Whatever. Okay. A lot more, like, you know, it's Savant, I think Savant's pretty well known. Okay. Like, you know. Decent like word? A, it's a solid word. Solid word. Okay. You know? So the way this was set up is there's two fields. So I went up in the bleachers. So admittedly, I did. Admittedly. Admittedly. It's a big word. Yeah. It was admittedly. I did see the offensive seal field more on day one. Like okay. I just had a better look at it. Right. But on day one, when I looked over, like I did see probably four or five plays where the Eagles defense gave up 20 plus yard completions. Uh-oh. So. That was interesting. I do think that um, they were like they were blitzing, so that like lends itself to that. Despite the fact everybody wants them to be all aggressive, it does mean you're going to give up big plays. So I think that was part of it. Um, but love one, the, I love that, and I I'll bet you there are people listening to this now who think it. And we do you remember how many calls we got last year? And I think I probably even said it oh, on the sure air once. Did, like yeah. I'd rather they just get beat for yes, a long time than watch yeah. And I still feel that way. I it's think just it's the correct. silliest thing. It's the correct okay. take. Yeah. So. Um, but one takeaway I did have from both days overall is Eagles defensive line. I already said this, but they played really well. You didn't say it here. You said it on the radio with me. Well, I said it quickly at the beginning. Did the you? Time. Okay. Yeah. So did, I was going to ask you about this to elaborate on this because Elliot hopped on the radio with, with Reggie and I did because I was just like, just come on. Yeah. Talk to us anyway. Um, and the main point you hit on was that the defensive line like really, really impressed. Yeah, they were really good. Like Josh Sweat had at least two sacks. He could have had more. I mean, he was like all in the backfield. Hassan Reddick really shined. Um, Brandon Graham had a really good day on the second day. Fletcher Cox was like, look, Fletcher's great at a lot of things. I wouldn't say he's like a let me Tear go up all joint out practice, practice guy. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But he, I thought, had a really good uh, wow. two days. That's 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 interesting. Yeah, like there was one play he made in the backfield, and he kind of like got up and I'm looked just, at the Brown uh, sideline. I'm hoping, and, like, for someone who is an all-time great Eagles defensive player, you know, yeah, it was like on a high note. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, Sousa, you know, not a Hall of Famer, but like a, a guy who's like. A touch below, like I said, a great, great, great career. It would be really cool if, because we all know, like we, he has been a worse player the last few years. Like mm-hmm. he just has. Like to, if he came back and was like, you know what, you know, earmuffs, one, two, three, fuck all y'all who think I'm done. Who you know all this talk, this because it has, you know, they cut him, they he, cut him he and came it. back. Like yeah. exactly, I know he does. Like it, he does. I bet you in his body, if he really wanted to, he could have one more really, really strong season. And it'd be really cool to see because he's never that kind of guy. Like, you don't think about him like right. taking notes and keeping receipts and stuff. I'd really like to see him shoving people's faces this year. It'd be awesome. Well, and what's crazy is I look at this defensive line and they didn't even have Javon Hargrave. He wasn't practicing. Like, 
there is just a ton of talent. A ton on there. of dudes. Now yeah. I heard Richie talking about he didn't think Jordan Davis was good in the game. Um, I thought he. I thought he. Not did. just that he kept showing me plays in the breaks. So it was really funny because if you didn't hear the show, Richie literally during the breaks of the shows, like yeah. what a break, he literally sits right down on his computer and he's watching. What a football pre- guy! Again, clip, clip, and he's like, "Look over here! Come over here! Come over!" Here. He's looking. Look at Jordan Davis. He just stands up. He's not paying attention. He's like, <laughs> oh and he's like, "Dude, we're doing this every break." He's like, "It's hilarious." Like, no one loves football like John Ritchie loves yes. football. But he's right. I was looking at the place, but it's also a preseason game. I kind of got the impression that both teams were like, "Hey, let's just not get anyone hurt. It's raining and gross out." But to his point, Jordan Davis was kind of lackadaisical there. But yeah. like, I, I'm not taking it too seriously. But he's not wrong. No, yeah. So, but I thought he did have a good two days. But when you look in Cleveland, it's—I'm sorry. When I watch a defensive line in Cleveland, there is just so much talent on there. Like when they're all going, like I—I'm sure there is another one. I don't know how many teams can put out a better five-man rush than the Eagles. Like if you're talking about three defensive interior guys and two standing-up linebackers, uh, you're talking to like Davis, like Davis, Hargrave, like, Cox, BG, or Sweat, Hassan I mean, Reddick. Like those like, five dudes. It, you you could go, yeah, Reddick. Uh, Hargrave, Cox, put B, uh, Graham on the inside as like the inside rusher. See, it's one of those things where and the, then sweat. Those will be your five guys. So I like it's one of those things where I would say, and this is I'm just you know thinking of teams off the top of my head. I think you would. It's one of those things where maybe all five include. I mean, you probably put the Rams there just because they have Donald like that alone with right. with talent. Um, you know, like the Chargers with Bosa and, and they got uh, Khalil Mack now, right? Khalil Mack, exactly. Um, like there are a couple teams that spring to mind, but I think, yeah, the I think what it is 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 that it's the depth of it, right? Well, the Eagles it's don't like, have an elite exactly. Single it's yeah. like you go like the Niners, Nick Bosa, you're like, oh, that dude's like as good as it gets, right? Miles Garrett, the team we just played and stuff. But when you look at the sum of the parts, it could end up being pretty special. Yeah, and they looked, and again, Cleveland has a good offensive line, so I thought that was uh. That was encouraging. I didn't think the Eagles' offensive line had a good two days. Um, there was like a few false starts, uh, not in the big 11-on-11 session, but in 11-on-11 drills, and it's um, not 7-on-7s, obviously, because they're not on the field for 7 <laughs> But um, no, I thought the offensive line had a shaky few days, but then I thought the backups played really well in Cleveland. They were awesome yeah. in that preseason game. I, You know, I know both Boston Scott and Kenny Gamewell had nice runs and stuff. I was just, for me, it was the holes. I was yeah. like, the, the one game over, I was like, there's... It was like the whole middle of the field's open. Like, what is happening right now? So I, I, I like impressed with the O line in the game for sure. Should we get to the game? Sure. Yeah. It's a you know. Uh. Uh. I can actually chime in on that discussion. Yes. Hold well, on. I, I, have a, I, I have actually a... have notes. I, right. I actually took notes during the game. So. Let me say one thought first. Sure. O line dominant. My first note. By the yes. way. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. They should not play preseason games Sunday at one o'clock. Yeah. I'm so I, like I can't look. I wasn't at the game because. None, almost none of the beat writers stayed for the game. I you got also, to leave Cleveland for, for and for the know, Go Birds radio. You but then flew it, home for the Go Birds radio yeah, show that we didn't have didn't because have, of the Mets yes. Day game. Yes, Philly Mets Day game. Yes. But um, so anyway, it just to me, it felt like the game didn't happen. Like well, it was like yeah. like I get that it did because they obviously. had the joint practices, which is what mattered. Which is yes. all the players are playing. It's like silly. It's yeah. silly to have Twitter all these wasn't guys as active. Hurts. All these guys are playing. It's like oh, they're playing. Then like again, we've talked about this is where it's heading. Or whatever. Just broadcast the joint practices at this point. I agree. Like, this is so silly. Yeah. To make us sit through this like. No, I think the reason they won't is because then they're like, of they course don't not. Show game, things and, and, and it's and it's tickets that. and there's all that stuff. I get it, but it's still it's just like I what, agree. What are we doing here? I 100 percent agree. So. I thought the the game itself to go on the offensive line because I didn't see a good two days from them in Cleveland. Now, granted, 
none of the starters played mm-hmm. besides Jerrigan's, if you want to consider him a starter at this point. Um, but I thought they were they were awesome in Cleveland. You mean uh, the greatest offensive line yeah. in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles, according to Twitter and, yes. and the fan base? Yes. There's nothing people love, and look, rightfully so with Jerrigan's, but like when an offensive lineman has a really well, good snap, that's all he needs. It like is, no one even knows what happened. It is pretty funny, too, because like, and obviously we've come to love Jason Kelsey and all that, but like in the moment, no. Has there ever in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles been more excitement about a center draft pick than no right no. like zero I mean like the answer is no because <laughs> like, well, people no. were not excited about Kelsey he was know, you know whatever know. like a six round pick whatever it was like Jergens like is coming and because Kelsey because Kelsey made the pick and that thing like he came in with this kind of you know excitement and cash yeah. he's the next Kelsey and all that but for him to go out and look and he's looked great like yeah. credit to him legitimately he looks, he looks awesome like yeah. he looks legit but um, it is pretty wild how like I feel like I get more calls on the radio or more people like Twee or whatever about the the center than about anything else happening in the game. It's wild. Hundred percent. So I thought going into that game, I wanted to see the backup offensive line play well, and they definitely did. Yeah, like they all units. Did. Like I thought yeah. they they were very good. I thought they were the best in the preseason game. I think if you had to give a, a game ball to any unit, it would be the Eagles offensive line. Um, I, I thought, guess the Browns' line was pretty damn good. Andre Dillard played really well. Yeah. Um, you can see that like his added strength is helping is helping him. I saw two or three plays where someone tried to bull rush him and he did a great job like standing up to it using his strength. There were a few plays in the running play in the running game where I noticed his strength uh being an asset. And Dillard's interesting because let's like live in a world where my Lada like doesn't become an all pro, right? Like they sign him, football's not his thing, whatever. I think it's a Dillard leap right there. But well, no, but here's where I'm going. I know, this, right? Like, I, I think Dillard's improved since he's gotten here. I think he's a starting left tackle in the NFL. Yes, that's the point I'm making. Let's put like, the, the way I was going to make the point you're making is I wouldn't trade him for Kareem Hunt. Like, oh, all I definitely these, wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even think about yeah. it. I probably wouldn't trade him. Period. Like, I think the value we've seen it. How many years? The Super Bowl for Christ's 100%. sake. Hundred percent. Every year we thought, oh, backup offensive lineman matter. I'm with you, man. I think Dillard is a valuable football player. Yes, if I was a team. That felt they could win this year, but needed tackle depth. I would trade a second for. Him. I would too. Yeah, I would too. And now, if I'm the Eagles, would you I trade? I would trade a first for. Him? Like if I'm a team that really needed to win or whatever, I don't think it would happen. But I could see a situation where if you're a team that is built to win and your left tackle goes down, like he is probably really, really well, valuable. And the thing too is like, so I don't. I get. I hundred percent agree with what you're saying. I would not trade a first for him, but I wouldn't either. But I could see it. But but, but I think to back up your point right there, like. He plays a position where it's worth trading a first. Exactly. You know, like his his position is important, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, t- I think he's improved a lot. And the point I was making about the thing with Mylotta is Dillard is labeled a bust already. We would agree with that. Like people bring up Rager and him in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. Like, which is silly. He's a, which is he's silly. Much but I'm just saying people yes. bring that up. Dillard Dillard's career was impacted by Mylotta being awesome. Like, if Mylotta was not here— He's probably your starting left tackle. Dillard's right. your starting left yeah, tackle. Probably. He's getting consistent reps at left tackle. No, He's you're getting probably consistent right. starts, really right? Point. So, like, I'm—look, now, he lost the job, right? Like, he did. He got injured, which is not his fault, but, like, he wasn't playing well. He wasn't strong. Like, I think there was—I don't want to say personality things, but he had, took some time to adjust to the NFL, right? But I think now Dillard has proven to be a good football player. Probably not worth a late first-round pick. No. But to, but to your point— a starting left tackle yeah. is worth a first round pick, yeah, and I, I believe he's a starting caliber left tackle. I agree, man. I agree. I think he, I think there's a certain number of teams that he could start right now. For yeah, me. I'm with you. And him. to piggyback off Jergens and then Dillard, man, like Howie Roseman and Jeff Stoutland's ability to always have quality offensive linemen is wild. Think about this: in the last year, Lane, uh, Brooks, Kelsey, Sayamalu, and um, Mylotta have all missed time. 
all five of them, if you include Kelsey now in these preseason games, right? Every single time they've put someone in, it's worked out. Well, and it's years of this. Yeah. I mean, again, I mentioned it, but the Super Bowl, like they lost the left tackle and the left guard the Super Bowl year, and they won this or the right guard at the time. Yeah, I they put up forty-one was left points in the Super Bowl running the ball, and, right, and throwing. It right, yeah. right. With and then every year, and I agree. I think it. I think you're right. To, I think ultimately, like Stoutland. For, like, the level above what it's supposed to be deserves the most credit. I think his ability to get these guys like Toth. He's a great Trisco, offensive line he is, He's an all-time, one of the best position coaches I've ever seen in my life watching football. But to your point with the Howie thing, that organizationally Howie and and the, the organization period have put such an emphasis mm-hmm. on continuing to take guys in the fourth round, take guys in the third round. In the second round. In the second D- round, whatever. Dickerson that's and Jurgens back Jergens to back years. I, exactly, to just draft guys and continue to say, you know what, no matter what our needs are, or seeming needs are at the time, this is always a need for yep. us. And they both deserve credit. I think Stoutland's the the true, like, holy bleep, like, I can't believe this guy can do what he yeah. does. But I agree with you. I think organizationally, their emphasis on this, combined with having the best possible coach is a beautiful marriage. And that's why, again, I wouldn't trade Dillard for Kareem Hunt. I don't think a quality backup left tackle is worth a rotational running back. Yeah, it honestly, more there, than that, there aren't but that many running backs be. in the league I would probably trade Dillard when you take everything into account. Yeah, like, there's probably like five of them. Yeah, like know. young guys, like Jonathan Taylor, guys who are on their first contract, stuff like that. Like, I would do that right. and stuff. But like, and obviously, if they're elite, elite, but not that many. I wouldn't trade him for Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Not even close. Yeah, yeah like, like, uh, like who just got paid? Like uh, Joe Mixon? Like I would maybe I'd think about it. Like that guy got you know is good, but like I probably wouldn't considering the contract he got. Like I don't know right. for sure. And Joe Mixon's you know? a better running back than Dillard as a tackle, but the tackle just matters more. Matters more. Kareem Hunt's probably a bet. Probably I wouldn't even say definitely. Probably a better running back than Dillard as a tackle, but again, it just matters more. And so, um, the next point I had about this coming off the game, and it kind of ties in the offensive line is I think they should prioritize keeping depth on the offensive line over carrying, like, extra receivers or running backs. 100% agree with you. So I tweeted this. Every year. Yeah. I would only keep four receivers on the initial 53. So I would – we're going to – don't – we're going to talk about regular sacks. Okay, that's where it gets Because I want to – I agree with you. Here – I mean, like, I would keep – let's just do it. We'll do it all now. Just do it. I would keep Deion Kane over Rager if I were going to keep fifth. I agree with you. Four – Totally get it. I think those four are locks. I would be happy with those four. Right. And you, you guys, the practice squad, you can move up and down. But if I kept a fifth, I would keep Deion Kane before I'd keep Rager. Like, I, I'm right there with you in terms of there's other spots in the team. And look, I wasn't sure I'd keep Reed Snett. He looks pretty good. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know if he makes it to a practice squad is the worry, right? And and we know that third quarterback can be a valuable thing for this team. So I'm I'm torn. You're, and we're going to get into it, I'm sure, next week as we're getting close to the cutdown day. You're, yeah. We love to do that that oh, episode yeah. every year where you predict the 53. There are a lot of those interesting bottom roster decisions, but but regardless, I agree. Like, if I am the Eagles and I know it costs money, Jalen Rager is not on my roster. Yeah. He's just not. So here's my Rager thing. Like, and I still very much believe what I said about, like, it'd be a great story if he made it. He's had good days of camp. I do genuinely feel bad for the guy, right? I just don't see what value he brings to the team. Yeah. I just don't. Like, so if I'm looking at, if I'm the Eagles, and people look look at this as like, well, you can't go into game day with four receivers. First of all, Goddard's pretty much a receiver. So in some ways, that's five. But regardless, you can bring guys up from the game. That game from the well. Practice I mean, there's other yes, things there's you can all do types of with, things. with receivers right. and all Here's the reality. Like, they're better off using a roster spot on a quality backup offensive lineman. Like, uh, Coyote Ashika, whose name I'm going to, of course, butcher right now. But, like, Jack Anderson, like these guys that like you could potentially use as an offensive line, 
Rager is not bringing any value. He's not a good punt returner. He is an average receiver at best. And I thought that the— um, And he's below average. Yeah, he's, yeah, you're right. He's below average. But I thought that there was one play against Cleveland that really stood out to me. He caught, like, a nine-yard pass. I think it was at the 10-yard line. He catches it. There's, in the screen at least, one defender. If he makes him miss, he's probably in for a touchdown. He doesn't make him miss. And that, to me, is just why Rager, he just doesn't have it. Like, because he doesn't have elite speed. He doesn't have elite height. He doesn't have elite hands. So if you're not going to do all that, you have to be an amazing route runner or you have to make people miss. And he certainly is not an amazing route runner. And he just... He can't make people miss. And again, with the route running, too, it's actually the issue. And again, there's another thing. The two things that Richie just kept muttering yeah. to me and to himself during the breaks was the Jordan Davis thing and then the Rager routes. He's like, he's still not running crisp routes. He's still not going full bore the whole time. Like, he still is looking like he's almost, like, secure with his position on the team and doesn't even yeah. need to give a crap about what he's out here doing. And you could see on one, the, the, the short throw, Minshew underthrew him a bit, but you could tell that Rager, if he had cut hard and come back to the ball, like the he was supposed line. to, like yeah. he was like, it was like, what are you doing, man? Like yeah. it's never, it's never tight. It's never like, and, and you look at Devonte Smith and you watch the way that guy runs routes and like everything's so crisp and precise. And it's like on a dime and a turn and the move, like, and that's, and we know that something mm. matters, especially to your point, Elliot, like at this point in his career with what we know about Jalen Rager, to your point, we just said perfectly, bat, not, Above average hands, not above average speed, not above yeah. average like ability to make people miss. He's got none of that stuff. There's only one thing that could theoretically save this guy's career and make him a, a at all valuable player. And if you're a great route runner, like, and that's something he can control. And yeah. yeah, and he, he just not. So, like to your point, so I think Deion Kane makes it through waivers. So I would like. Those guys always seem yeah. to, like Deontay they, Burnett, like Paul Turner, Rashid all these Bailey, years, we're like, we're never going to get this guy, and they always end they up always in the practice make it practice throw. So. But also, like, here, here's, I agree that the throw from Reed Sinnett was a good throw. I think, I've said this, like, I think Reed Sinnett might have the strongest arm I think on he's, the team. Yeah, he's all right. Like, I was, I was, I, I would be fine if they don't keep him. If you want to keep two and hope he gets through or whatever, like, fine. Like, yeah. I, I, That's if it I comes down do. to Reed Sinnett, we're probably not winning anything anyway. I get it. But... I do think it's a very valuable position, and I think that when you find guys who have talent, and I think he's got more talent than I thought. Like he can, he can throw a nice ball, like yeah. a nice out route, and all that. Like again, I, I, look, I'm not gonna be upset one way or the no, other. I, I don't you, know if he yeah. makes it through, but before the game, I thought it was a no brainer. You keep two quarterbacks because there's so much depth that I want to keep on this roster. I'm not no brainer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if they yeah. kept Sinet. And I, look, I think point. there's a chance they do because Minshew's a free agent at the end of the year. You have Reed Sinet mm-hmm. under control. They could develop the him to be yep. QB two. I would cut him just because I think he gets through. And I look. I do think and his arm. And that's about knowing the and how he's to your point. You made many times how he's. That's one of the areas where no one can kind of rip how he how he's always had a really good feel for who gets through and who doesn't. Yeah, and also yeah. just what other teams are thinking about yep. guys. So. So I think you can find another Reed Sinet though. Like if you Agreed. lose Reed yeah, Sinet, like, you not, can find another. Actually, I'm not trying to make it seem like yeah. Right. Very with you. Yes. yes. I'm now, sure. Yeah. Dion Kane. So I like the fact he went to Clemson. He's a guy that was like had off the field. I believe he got suspended at one point for something. But he like he's got some things where I'm like maybe he could uh, like hit his potential and you have something there. We talked about Rager. Like I think that Dion Kane does have special height. Like, not, you know, he's not, like, 6'6", but, like, to me, he looks tall out there. I thought he had some really nice catches. I mean, he made two catches against Cleveland that I don't think Reger's ever No. Like, no, the one, the one where he adjusted his body. Yes. Yeah, like and the, and the one shoulder throw was, like, a, yeah. and then not just that, caught it and did a little move on the guy and kind of pushed him down and got an extra yeah. yard. Like, 
to your point about Rager not like doing anything, like this guy seems to have better body control, better hands, and better ability to do something once he gets the ball. Like what else yeah. are we talking about here? So I do think Rager is gone. Like I, I think really, you think he's not going to make the roster? Yeah. So when I do my fifty-three man roster, the way I do, it I'm is, shocked by this. I don't, I don't look at it as like, uh, well, they need to have four tight ends. Like I, you know, I don't, I just keep the fifty-three guys I think they like the most. Right. And I personally believe they are no longer invested in Rager. Wow. Like I'm not saying they're not coaching him or anything. So like real quick, they have then, moved on. From I him. look, I'm with you, but then why isn't he playing more in these games? Why isn't he getting like playing into the fourth quarter? Oh, maybe they don't want him to get hurt. I don't know. But I, why? Who cares? Because they're trying to trade him. Yeah, maybe? That's I think. Possible. I think reclamation project. Some team being. Yeah, like, hey. and I've swung back and forth on this in camp, but like, I do. I don't think he's on the roster. Wow. I think okay. they trade him. I hope you're right. So I, I, I hope you're right. I would. I would keep look four as as a caller, or I think at most one of the someone made the point today. Like, hey, how he traded JJ. It's like, you're yeah. right. So, you know, I keep saying no one's going to take regular. Maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe there's some dude who won't make the roster, You're whatever. Like, it's at least possible. I would. You would think that on the open market, Rager would well, here's a question. have more value than JJ. Here's a question. Does Rager make it through waivers if they cut him? Oh, interesting. Probably not. Waivers-wise, I think yeah, someone think- probably uses a waiver claim yeah. to take a shot on him. You're right. I think you're probably, probably right. He's a first round but pick, I don't right? think it's a lock. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. Agree. And again, especially if these coaches and if these teams are watching this spring tra- this uh, preseason tape and they're going like, wait, why isn't this kid running hard? Yeah. <laughs> like, why isn't this kid yeah. cutting off the route there? He doesn't have impressive tape. Yeah. Like, you'd yeah. have to, you would have had to really like him coming out of college. Yeah. You, you're right. You're right. And right. looks, there's always, it seems like that always happens where there's always someone who's willing to take a shot, but I'm with you. Um, I have a super spicy take. Ooh. Should I just say it now? It's not really like a whole pod type take. It's just. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, I mean, I'm assuming, do you have any, like, No, anything? I'm done with all legal stuff besides this. I'm okay, done. I'll throw one more name out, because just to, to hammer home, because you mentioned it last week, and we haven't gotten to see him as much, but you've seen him in practice and in uh, the game, just from watching the preseason game and what you had said before. Josh Joby's making the roster, or he yeah. should make oh, the yeah. roster. He, Dude's he, a good player. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about him as like a undrafted guy. Like, again, you had mentioned it, and I'm keeping an eye out for it because I'm hearing you talk about something. I'm watching him last night. I'm like, Dude can play a little bit. I think bit, he's man. better than McPherson. I was pretty impressed with yeah. him. So, so, anyway, that was the one name I had. No, yeah, about. I definitely think. Um, and again, another example, like last thing, I would rather keep Josh Joby than uh, Reger. Yeah. I'd rather keep Tay Gowan. Like, Same. look, man, I'm rooting for Reger. I really do feel bad with everything he's gone through. I really just. We know what he is, though. Yeah, I don't see the upside there anymore. I don't and either. so I'll take chances on an upside guy over him. 100% with you. All okay. Right. Spicy, spicy now, meatball. Now, I know Gardner's numbers were good on Sunday. Uh-oh, here we go. Love Dude. this. Love Dude. this take. Whatever ready? it is. Are you ready for this? Yes. This is not anti-Jalen. This is, like, I would trade a, high, a high-ish pick for Jimmy G and get- Oh, like, you're, this, you texted me about this. I said I would not. Yeah, and get, like, a, like an amazing backup here. So if Jalen, like, this team is loaded. Right, like, yeah. and I like Gardner. Gardner's not winning you five out of seven games. No, but Gardner I, has no playoff experience. No, but Gardner's still one of the better backups in the league. I would say top three, whatever. I think you can win with him. So and what the, did the, I say to you? Well, the, what did just, I? This just, is your thing. I turned it around and put your yeah. thing in 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 your face. The distraction you talked for I know. years about how you can't do this anymore. If they, you even said if they. 
do go another quarterback, you got to get rid of Jalen. You can't have both around. Yeah. Like, you were so against it. What, explain to me how you flipped on that because you do remember, like, we argued about this the other way. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, oh, well, if they can't handle it, like, whatever. But, like, now this, this, because no, no matter what, whether we, whatever you think of Jimmy G, if you bring a guy who has been to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game in the last three years, whatever is four years here, like a Jimmy G, the big name, like, it will be. It, there, yeah. it will be talked about. And it will be a thing. You can argue it's not fair to Jalen, right? Absolutely. But, now, but even forget it. I don't care about not fair to. I care about will that be a distraction that yeah. hurts the team? It's a great question. Now, we started the pod talking about Sirianni's ability to build a culture and how Jalen all these things. So, yes, the the I would be more concerned about that than I would be trading the pick. Like, I would give up a fourth for him. I agree with that. Like, yeah. from, a, from a roster building perspective, I'd rather be a fifth, but I would afford that Jimmy G would be worth it to me because I think this team is good enough that they can do something special this year yeah. and I think he's better than Minchu. The question is because of the distraction it wouldn't be worth it to me plus I think Minchu's good enough and all that but I agree Jimmy G obviously an so upgrade on Minchu. W- with Minchu it's like I think he has a bit of an if factor where maybe he goes on a run but I just don't see a quarterback that if let's say the Eagles do get out to a hot start and then God forbid Jalen does suffer a serious injury like 2017. Now, no one thought Foles could do it, so you should preface it with that. Minshew, to me, doesn't seem like a guy that could go on the run for you. I do think Jimmy G should or could, and in that way, I would get insurance for the roster. So, you know, not something I feel super passionately about, but just watching that game, I was thinking, like, and after the two days in Cleveland, like, man, like, if they could get a backup where then you don't have to worry about a Jalen injury, like, it could it could really be something. Yeah, I think the crazier thing is why the Browns are not trading for Jimmy G for the first 11 games of their season if you're going to have Watson Dude, the Browns, back Browns, I'm telling you right now, they're not Joke a of a franchise. You, I know. I Look, I, you, 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 yeah. it's good work by you. They also ran the ball like I 70% don't disagree. of practice. I don't yeah. disagree. I don't yeah. disagree. Um, all right, so uh, real one territory? Yes. You there? Okay, yes. we're good. Okay, because I got nothing else. Uh, I have some stuff written. Oh, you mean Eagles-wise? Eagles-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah I only have non-Eagles stuff written. Okay, now. good. So let's dive in. Let's start with the pasta because, you know, we mentioned before we got to <laughs> yeah, get right. to it. Like, so you tweet this out. So for those who didn't see it, that Elliot um, has decided this is his new thing, that he's going to make pasta before, fly with it, and have it when he gets to the hotel or whatever. Um, I love that you tweeted so confidently, like, this is the best move ever, and I love it. Um, My reaction was, that sounds like something a crazy person would do, was my reaction to it. Well, Joe Giglio texted me and asked if I put in a Ziploc bag. And I'm like, well, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you've never heard of Tupperware, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, really? Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I did not go there. But um, go ahead, just because I'm sure there was a lot of reaction. To, oh yeah. yeah, well yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I don't normally let what people get. I don't normally let what people say on Twitter get to me. Good, you shouldn't. I will it would say be, it would be a tough beat if that uh, were yes. the case for you. Yeah. I will say. It made the pasta a little less enjoyable. Because everyone was like, you're going to get sick. You shouldn't eat well, it. Blah, 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 blah. I just thought it was like, you're just go buy some food. Well, like, so this guy that to apparently me, the whole is thing, a chef. For me, the whole thing was just like, eh, just go buy some food. Not a yeah. big deal. Well, and again, I could if that's what I wanted to do. But here's what happens. I get to the hotel. I don't know what's around me. I'm like, at this point, I'm completely beholden on DoorDash or whatever. Yeah. It could take a while. You're more particular with that I'm stuff, I'm very too. particular yes. with my food, yes. right? So Especially like, at delivery and take yes. them. Yes. I don't want to end up eating, I'm like, much and more I love of like, Taco I'd Bell, be like, but... is there a McDonald's here? Is there this? Is there right. that? Like, I'll just jump anywhere. And, and I'm it. fine yes. with that for one you meal. Are. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm much but, more liberal when it comes to just correct. throwing trash in my stomach. Yes, yes, you are. You're able to stay skinny no matter what. It's a, <laughs> it's a true gift. But um, so I just, like, I make the pasta. Mm-hmm. 
I like pasta cold anyway, so it works out better. Which we've debated. Yes. On I don't uh, dislike pasta cold, but it's not close to hot, but I, we're not going to get in. That's a whole separate <laughs> yeah. argument. We don't need to go down that road again. Right, because it's better cold. And but then, we, neither of us is going to give an inch, and we're just going to, it's going to be annoying because we know you, know no, yes. you are, no, like you the book are. thing. Yeah, exactly. Except um, that was so, profoundly stupid. And then when I, get, yes. when I get to the hotel, I have food waiting for me. I don't have to wait for it to be delivered. I know yes. what it is. Yes. I know the quality. I don't like change, so I'm aware of like what I'm getting. Like <laughs> well, that's the key to this whole thing. Yeah, right? like yes. I and people are like, it's so crazy. Here's what I'd say: Would it be crazy if I drove to Pittsburgh and packed a meal for myself from Philly? No. I don't think so. No, that's a good point, and that is a good that is a good retort. Honestly. You know, it's a good like retort. I, I'm in the air, but it's not like that's it. impacting Look, the I don't, food. I don't really have a problem with the food itself or bringing food or whatever. It's just more the like bringing pasta when you could just go buy food where you are. It just well, seems like an unnecessary act. Well, so the funny speak. thing too is I did it last year. And I tweeted about it. And no one gave you crap. And this I mean, year, I got a little reaction, in. but this is like. Love it. Yeah. So Love anyway, it. I was, <laughs> I'm not Good. really going to do this, but like, I was thinking it'd be funny if I brought fettuccine Alfredo That would be hilarious. Yeah. That I'm not going to do no, it. No, that's but, an aggressive one. People yeah. think you get sick. Like what? It's like, well, this chef, not micro, this, well, this not, chef uh, said, uh, the chef tweeted at me. He was like, like room temperature pasta and rice is one of the leading causes of a uh, food illness. And I wonder if that has to do with like people eating like you know like yeah, beef fried probably, rice. Well, and or, that's like, also probably stuff that's been sitting around for for room temp for hours or whatever, like days or whatever. Yeah. This is like in your bag. You made it. And you're gonna go eat it later. Like I think that's fine. It's I like, do too. Yeah, but I don't think anyway. It, and look, you're not sick. You're fine. So true. That's a good yeah, point. I think that I think that's a little overboard. All right. Uh, so I I get it. Thank you. Don't fully support it, but I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. People gonna should try it. it. That's what I would say. Hey, you know what? Whatever makes you happy. Buddy. Thank you. Honestly, who cares, right? Yeah, it's not affecting well, anyone but you. Yes. So well, I matter a lot, so I know. No, I'm I'm kidding. Kidding. Don't let don't let people get to you. Is what I'm trying I know. to say. I know. Okay. Uh, shout out to uh, Zoe and her first oh, yes. game. Here we How go. How about it? Zoe Zoe crushed it. I had a whole list of people I thanked on iOps. I thanked on the midday show. If you want to hear that stuff, thank you to everybody. You're all Cindy Webster, amazing. But yes, Lead Cindy Webster, yeah. just the what a freaking hero that woman is. Like she's the most the goat. She she At really what she is. does. She's, she's the goat. The best ever do it. And yeah. she's also the most wonderful, sweetest, like thoughtful mm-hmm. person. And she just did it up. It was the best night ever. I'm thank you to everyone down there. Kevin Tedesco and Francis and Jamie Apodi. Oh, Jamie Apodi, the, the, the goat. Elliot, a the huge legend. Jamie Apodi yes. fan. She was awesome to Zoe. She let Zoe hold her microphone. Did that Very whole cool. thing. Uh, we get to meet Fransky and Murph with that whole thing. And you know, uh, it was it was really great. Brazier helped out. Everyone helped. Got out. some was, good photos. Got some. Unbelievable! Awesome I sent you photos. the one photo of yeah. Zoe, like with the it. I think it's my favorite picture ever taken. I honestly, yeah, it's a great one, right? It's gonna like be it's the a background legit, of your phone. It is my for... new Twitter bio. Oh, so yeah. I can actually, people can look at it. The 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 my new Twitter bio picture is my favorite picture ever taken. So it's an amazing photo. Yes, and a little like uh, inside baseball because mm. you know it's go birds and we love each other and we're real ones. That glove that Zoe's wearing in the picture on her right hand is actually the very first glove my dad bought for me wow. when I was a kid. I didn't know that. Because he hoped I was left-handed. I ended up being right-handed. Mm. He had dreamed is that Zoe I would be left Zoe is left-handed. Wow. So What a picture. To, like, So it's got- That, that is really cool. It's really cool. Like you gotta, so I mean, levels. look, there's a lot of things you've known with the photo already. It's your Twitter pic. Yep. You got to frame it, too. Oh, yeah. The yeah. whole thing. It's it's an old- well, it's, Charlie, yeah, it's my phone background now, as Elliot knows. It's like the my The Charlie Manuel video? Yeah, the Charlie Manuel video. See, yeah. that Charlie Manuel. There's so many cool things yes. that forever I can look back and be like, what a magical, all-time great night. You know, so. 
the union didn't do all this for me when I went to my Devastating. They should have. Yeah. I mean, come on. Especially, I mean, let's be I'm honest. I'm pretty cute, too. Like, I would have been good let's photos. be honest. Uh, as much, you know, I love Zoe. She doesn't love baseball nearly as much as you love soccer. It's not even close. I mean, look, no offense, Zoe. You don't have 100,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, not even. She got zero. <laughs> yeah, she got zero. You know? Yeah, uh, not I agree. nearly the, the, you know. Influencer. Yes. More popular, a, yes. I would say, overall. But <laughs> not as much of an influencer. So, it was, um, uh, it was awesome. So, thank you to everyone who made that happen. All I right. got a TV recommendation of all TV recommendations. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. A TV rec of all TV yeah, like, recs? I've never been more confident recommending shit. Wow. This is this is a bold yeah. statement. You ready? Yes. Have you watched the rehearsal? Oh, okay. So it's on my list. I'm, I'm playing it. No, it's the Nathan Felder yes. show, right? I'm going to watch it. Like, it's high on my list. Just started immediately. It's that good. I've seen people talk about it. I love him. I think he's hilarious. I watched Nathan for you when it was on. Like, I was always going to watch his show. Right. No matter what. It's a question of if Emily's in. I don't think she is. It'll probably be me on my own. Dude. Yeah? I, I, here's yeah? the thing. Here's the thing. It is brilliant. That's what I, I I'm not going to tell people I what it's about. I think that guy's a genius. I, I think Nathan I, Felder's a genius. I'm not going to tell people what it's about because I don't want to ruin the like- Yeah, don't tell me anything. The excitement good, of when good. you realize what's happening. Yeah, which I love. I know, I don't watch any previews anywhere. I don't want to know anything going into anything, ever. Dude, like- I, I am floored at how good. Wow. This yeah. is like, even looking at you, I can tell like you're yeah, like. I can't wait to get home and watch wow. it. All right. This is awesome. So I'm fully in. I will watch that. Um, I do not have a TV show. I have a shout out. Uh, two shouts. One quickly in that uh, uh, it's pretty funny. My buddy Justin Decker, shout out to Justin. Um, he listens to every pod we do. Wow. He is a Bears fan who lives in Chicago. He just is my friend. So I just want to say, Justin, thank you. I can't believe Chicago. Are you at Chicago? Maybe we have to make something happen. Maybe go see him for games. We'll see it's what on happens. You. Waiting on um, you. It is pretty funny, though, that he's literally not an Eagles fan, but he listens to everything funny. we do. So shout out to him. But uh, a real shout out uh, to, a, to an Eagles fan. Uh, I got to give a shout out to my buddy, Evan Tanagli. I had no idea he listened to this pod. So All he's right. my brother's best friend ever. Like since, okay. the, since they were first grade, second grade, Evan's or whatever. Tenaglia's. Evan Tanaglia. Tanaglia. Okay. So, and uh, Evan, uh, obviously, is like my second little brother, my third. My my Peter has like three best friends who are like my little brothers now. But but right. Evan, the original uh, little brother other than Peter. Uh, Evan also, uh, it's the, if I have to do a stand, you always say like, oh, like Brian Seltzer, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Or, you know, whoever, nicest right. person you'll ever meet. Um, in Things reality, you say right in front of me. But yes, uh, I've said about you. I yes. mean, you know, but you know, yeah. there are certain people which, like, the first thing you think of with these people, right? Yes. Oh, just the nicest person you'll ever meet. The they are all under the Evan Tanaglia standard. Evan Tanaglia is actually the wow. single nicest, most wonderful human being I know. Um, and he lives in California. I had no idea he listens to pot. He sent me a text the other day. He's like, I just want to let you know. I know I never text you, but he's like, I listen to every Go Birds. Wow. Like religiously, I'm a real one. I love it. Just keep doing it. So Evan, I. Freaking love you, man. Appreciate and it's it. so cool that you're out there listening. So shout out to Evan. Very cool he listens. Hopefully one day we can hang out. I'm not ready to concede he's a better human than me. But that's okay. <laughs> we'll have to that's find okay. out, right? Yeah, the exactly. niceness scale. We'll have to find what out. What it's worth, Elliot, a sweetheart of a human. Thank you. I appreciate it. Quick that. story. And then we'll get out of here. Quick story, just so people know that I'm not like blowing smoke or whatever. Right. The moment I knew how nice a person Elliot was, we barely knew each other. So I think you told my parents a story at the wedding. We barely knew. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I was in a love. I don't know if you remember it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when we like barely knew each other, we had just started the pod together. Like yes. just started. I barely knew him at all. We'd had like one conversation and Elliot went to France on vacation before the season started, before we got rolling. And at the time, Emily was pregnant with Zoe. Yep. So I hadn't been born here or anything. And Ellie came back from France and had a little Paris bib for me that he Look at that. thought to get for my unborn daughter. It was like one of the first prints I'd ever gotten for Zoe at that mm. point. And I was like, 
this is a good dude. Like it was that Every moment I was like, this is a good dude. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously it grew from there. But. Yeah. And then you found out I don't think you really wrote books <laughs> and things spiraled out of control from there. Uh, you're, you're good people, man. So uh, we're lucky we get to do yes. this together. Yes. And so. look, hopefully the Wi-Fi works in Miami. We'll do it again in two days. That's the plan. We'll see. Yeah. Don't worry. We will, we, we will be okay. Yes. Either way, you can listen to us on WIP if you don't hear from us. But we're planning on doing the pod. And then um, obviously coming up, we're going to ramp up. And we're, we think, together on Saturday at Parks. Fingers We're crossed. definitely together. Well, again, uh, yeah, the again let's not in. jump ahead of conclusions. The We've done this before. The plan is Saturday, plan 1 o'clock. plan is Saturday, yes. 1 before to 3 the on WIP. Basically the pregame the game. show. So, yeah, the pre-pregame show. Yeah. So that'll be good. So tune into that. And again, uh, we'll get into all the other stuff, uh, hopefully on Thursday as well. And uh, Boom. this is a good one, man. It's good. Back. We're, We're back. okay. We're here. Real ones. We love you. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? No. Cool. All right. He's Elliot and James. Talk to you guys soon.